0: Turn to the book of Psalm and chapter 89. Psalm 89, and I'm going to be looking at a few verses, a couple of verses in particular. As a matter of fact, uh, I pray that the Lord would open our eyes and our minds to what we have. As I was stating earlier, on the onset of of the service yesterday, we had our Thanksgiving dinner at my mother's, and and this was a devotion that I brought. And, you know, today as we think about who we are, whose we are, we need to be a people that understand, had it not been for God, where would we be? Where would we be? The Bible says in verse 15 of Psalm 89, Blessed is the people that know The joyful sound. I want to stay right there for just a moment. And I want you to remember the joyful sound of God's amazing grace. I want you to remember the joyful sound of of the Savior telling you to come unto me. I want you to remember the relief and the freedom that God gave you. When He voiced the words, Thou art forgiven. Remember The joyful sound. The Bible says, They that do shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. In thy name shall they rejoice all the day, and in thy righteousness shall they be exalted. For thou art the glory of their strength. And in thy favor, our horns shall be exalted. You know, a while ago, I believe it was in a prayer room, I heard one of the men praying and thanking God for the ability, the strength that we have to do as we do. To have the ability to to know that what we've been given has been given of God. It isn't something that we have uh, uh, conjured up ourselves, it is a gift of God. To know the ability, to know the voice of security and serenity, to know the joyful sound. Our most gracious and divine Heavenly Father, once again as we come before your throne, we we thank you tonight, dear God, for the privilege of knowing that you call us your children. We thank You, dear God, tonight for the ability to have the knowledge that You have forgiven us of all of our trespasses. We thank You, dear God, tonight that we stand before You not condemned any longer because we heard the joyful sound, the sound of amazing grace. As our salvation was purchased with Thy own blood, Lord, I pray tonight that we that are saved may have the knowledge enough to rejoice in that salvation. We may be in this house tonight and there may be problems that have arisen in our lives. There may be things that are going on that nobody else knows, but this one thing we do know. You're our Father. You have saved us with your amazing grace. We have heard the joyful sound. As you said, come unto me. Father, we we thank you so much for the day which you have given us. I pray to God tonight that you would bless thy word, encourage thy people. If there be those here tonight who are searching, who are lost and undone. Dear God, I ask tonight that you might save their souls. Forgive us, Lord, our sin. In Jesus Christ's name, and Amen. To know the joyful sound is to know the provided salvation which is through Jesus Christ. And truly it is a joyful thought to know the salvation that we have Is ours this evening, saved by God's grace. It isn't something that we worked for or did we earn. It is certainly not something we deserve. But I thank God tonight for the joyful sound. Amen. Child of God, tonight we have been loaded with so many benefits and blessings that we can't even begin to recall all of His precious goodness which He has poured out upon us. And this time of thanksgiving, the time which, and again I, I say this respectfully, it's not a, a just one day that we set aside a time to be thankful. I believe God's true born again children are thankful all the days. But there are just certain times in our life, maybe after a long harvest, you've worked all spring and summer. You have laid by the things that God has given you the strength to do. And now as winter approaches, we're able to stop and consider and rest from our labors and then look at what God has done for us. Amen. Our pantries are full. Our bins are full. And it isn't any great work that we have done. But it is, it is the handiwork of Almighty God. Right. Who has given us strength. Who has provided us with everything that we need. All because... We heard the joyful sound. So I ask you tonight, how often have you recalled to your thought process God's bountiful blessings? Have you considered this very night how precious that you are to the God of heaven? You are so precious that he sent his son to die for you on the cross of Calvary. You are so precious that while his son, his only son, hang on the cross of Calvary, you were so precious that he turned his back upon his only son that you might have his face shining upon you. Do you remember... Will you not, in retrospect, go back for a while this evening and consider God's amazing grace as our life unfolds before us? Those that have heard the joyful sound, remember the joyful sound of the gospel message. It was God's amazing grace that brought about the gospel message. The gospel message is is the only hope of salvation to a lost and dying world today. and always has been the only hope. As a matter of fact, when God uh, uh, in the Garden of Eden had to slay a lamb, He'd done so with Jesus Christ in mind, looking forward to what He was going to be doing for you and I. Oh, the joyful sound. Of amazing grace. That moment in which God's gospel played a pivotal role in our salvation. The moment that you heard it for the very first time. You know I spoke this morning about the gospel message. How that many times people have said under the gospel message week in and week out. And, and maybe three or four times a week you hear the gospel. But then you hear it for the first time. It's the time when it was made real to you. It was the time when you actually heard the gospel truth of salvation. It's the time when you heard the joyful noise. The joyful sound. This, my friend, was the joyful sound which came to our ears. The song of freedom. It was the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ according to the Scriptures. That's what 1 Corinthians 15, 1-4 is all about. It's the gospel. The joyful sound. The sound of amazing grace. How that Jesus Christ came and He hung on the cross of Calvary. He suffered and bled and died that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Oh, the joyful sound. This morning, it was a crisp morning, no doubt. It was cool. But as I walked out, on, and I began to take care of the, the feeding, and, and I walked down, uh, down toward the barn, and I could see the sun was beginning to rise. And I began to think about this Lord's Day. And I began to pray, God, Help somebody to hear the joyful sound today, the sound of Amazing Grace. How sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. You know, last week when I was good, uh, Jensen's grandma had asked, uh, asked him about if he wanted to sing Amazing Grace. And he looked at her and he said, I will if all the men sing. So we sang Amazing Grace. You know what? That was a song of deliverance. Amazing grace is not just a song of deliverance, it is the song of joy to those who know the salvation of the Lord and who have heard the joyful sound of the Holy Spirit as He brought them unto Himself. The song of amazing grace. In John chapter 8, the Bible teaches us something here about the freedom that that this joyful sound gives us. As a matter of fact, it says in John eight thirty one, look at this with me now. The Bible says, Then Jesus said to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. On down in verse 36, the, the Bible says, If the Son therefore shall make you free, ye shall be free indeed. That's the joyful sound that I want, you to, I want to resonate in your mind tonight. If you're saved by the grace of God this evening, you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior. This is the sound that I want you to always remember. The sound of Jesus calling you unto Himself. free from the oppression of sin free from the reward of sin which in the bible says the wages of sin is death so to hear the joyful sound is to hear the sound of amazing grace which says you've been delivered and you've been given eternal life all oh, the joyful sound The song of amazing grace. Yes, the beautiful gospel has set us free. What a joyful sound to have known the sound of salvation in our hearts and our minds. I ask you tonight, do you know what it means to hear the joyful sound of amazing grace? The joyful sound that makes a difference in the heart of those who believe, the joyful sound that takes away the grim, the grim look upon the face of the sinner and replaces it with a smile that cannot be hidden. Why? Because the joyful sound has sounded in their hearts. Blessed is the people that know the joyful sound. They shall walk, O Lord, in the light of thy countenance. Secondly now, to know the joyful sound is to know his continual forgiveness. You know what that means tonight? To be given the forgiveness to, to know forgiveness, to know that you've been forgiven of, uh, of all your trespasses and all your. I don't care how wicked a person that there has ever been. You know, I go back and Paul said he was the chief of sinners. But I dare say there were others that were just as bad or worse. I think about the Philippian jailer who, who uh, had beaten Paul and, and Silas and they had whipped them and they had chained them in the, the, the lower parts of the dungeon in the cold, damp, rat-infested dungeon. Then he heard a cry one night. As those men began to preach, and they began to, to pray, the salvation of the Lord began to come down, and and, and this old jailer heard the joyful sound. The sound... That, that put a stop to his egregious activities was do thyself no harm. This jailer was about ready to take his own life because he just feared that, that all the prisoners had done escaped. And Paul said, do yourself no harm, we're all here. You know what, I imagine there was a, a great deal of relief came, acro- came across the mind of that old jailer. And I imagine as he thought on that that scene for just one moment. He goes back and reflects upon the prayer meeting that was going on. You men need to realize that when we're having our prayer meeting. There may be those around that are lost and undone. Listen, they may hear you plead for their souls and their salvation. It may resonate in their minds just like it did this old jailer. This old jailer, as he, as, he, as he had already sprung in and asked for light, he said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Do you know what they'd done? They began to voice what he needed to do. He heard the joyful sound. He heard the joyful sound. Listen tonight, if you're here and you're lost, you need to hear the joyful sound. It's a joy to know that you've been forgiven of all your trespasses and all of your past sins and all your present and all of your future sins are under the blood of Jesus Christ and they've been forgiven. It's a joyful sound to hear Him say, Thou art forgiven. We go back to Proverbs for just a little bit here. In Proverbs 28 and 13, notice what it says here now. Verse 13, it says, He that covereth his sins shall not prosper, but whosoever, whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy. It's a joyful sound to know the forgiveness that comes in the Lord. Now lastly, I want you to look at this. Think about this now. To know the joyful sound is to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You know, I I can just imagine, you know, Paul, at the end of his life, as he was getting ready to, to, to die, Paul Paul was able to say, I, I have finished the course. I've run the race. That was set before me. Folks, I want you to know something. You're saved by the grace of God tonight. You look back, you know, Brother Jared was talking about that 21 years. It ain't going to be long. You're going to be celebrating silver anniversary. My goodness. Why it made you feel good, didn't it? <laughs> 25 years and just four years, he'll be celebrating, God willing, he and his wife, a, a, a silver anniversary. Time flies, brother. We go back and we look at this thing that, uh, you know, the work that has been done down through our lives. You look back and there's a family that's been raised for the glory of God. We that are in this house tonight have, have families that have been raised up in the fear and the admonition of the Lord and, and we have kept the faith. We have, we have kept on. Through thick and thin, through hard times, through the lean times, through times when we wanted to give up and times we wanted to quit. But we never did quit. You know why? Because we had heard the joyful sound. The joyful sound was, come on, it's just a little bit further. You know, I used to, and when I used to run cross country uh, uh, a zillion years ago, I remember some of our teammates, and and as you know, as you go through the pace, and then as you go through the run, you'd be changing. The lead would be changing. If you were running in a in a pack of four, you would you know you would take turnabout through that cross country run. Somebody taking the lead. What they were doing, they were they were taking the lead. They were breaking the wind. They were they were making the way. And then all, of, all along the way when you know, you're in it for several miles and you're saying, oh my, it's hot. This is a long run, especially when you go up Heartbreak Hill. And I think Brother Stephen may know, may know about that. When, you know, when we was in football, you used to have to run up Heartbreak Hill across 23. You would run up the hill and we'd go all the way across the ridge and back down. And you'd done that several times. What they called Heartbreak Hill. But you'd always have somebody was saying, come on. It isn't that much further. Come on. Folks, I want you to know something. Those that have heard the joyful sound have heard the have heard the the voices of old. Brother Jim spoke about, about the angels. And even, you know, many times I've talked about how many angels must be encamped around about us as we preach the gospel. You know why? Because they inquire into the gospel message. Because they don't know what it is to be saved by the grace of God. You see, God didn't send His Son to die for the angels. He sent His Son to die for you and I. And that's the joyful sound that you must get a hold of. All around this room tonight, Brother Jim's right. I mean, the Bible's right there. There are angels that have gathered around here. We can't see them. But I promise you this, according to God's Word, they're here tonight. I can just imagine in my mind's eye, as I just stated that, one of the angels just shook his head. We're here tonight. They're inquiring into the, the joyful sound that we rejoice in. The sound of amazing grace, the sound of thou art forgiven, and the sound of hearing our Savior say one day, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You know, one thing's for sure. You never win when you quit. One thing my dad always instilled in me down through my life, he said, quitters never win. Listen, I want you to know something. That as a child of God, as a, as a Christian runner, listen, as a Christian warrior, a soldier of Christ, it's not time to retreat. It's no time to turn back on the Lord. The Bible says, hear the joyful sound and you're going to be blessed. That's what Psalm 89 is all about. Hearing the joyful sound and being blessed. To hear Jesus Christ himself say unto us one day, well done. Will he say that to me? You know, I look back at my life, I see so so many times that I have failed the Lord. I see so many times that as a Christian, that I let the Lord down in my life. My testimony, things that I, I allowed to come into my life that shouldn't have been there. And I still have to ask the question, will he say to me, well done? You know what, I have a different drive today. No doubt about it, all men of God ought to have a different kind of drive. I didn't have that same drive when I was in your shoes. But I pray that you have the same drive that I have today. Because I want to see the Emmanuel Missionary Baptist Church being told by the Savior as they walk in, well done, you did a good job. You never gave up on the faith. You stayed by the stuff. You see, folks, that's the reason why that I'm so dead set against compromise. Compromise. You can't compromise and win. I'm talking about the word of God. And I'm talking about the issues of Christian life and living. I will not compromise my values to be accepted by the world. Friend tonight, you stay the course. You keep the faith. And you'll hear the Savior say to you one day, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Listen. Hear the joyful sound. This Thanksgiving season, I want you to think about this, and I want your mind to be focused upon what God has done for you. We are saved by the grace of God. We're born again. We've been given a life that you can only dream of if you want to know the truth about it. You say, well, what do you mean? I mean that I have somewhere to go in my time of trouble. I have a shield and a buckler that stands around me. I have angels that guard over me. And I have one who has told me, well done, thou good and faithful servant. May God help us all to have that in our minds. Hear the joyful sound, the sound of salvation. Hear the joyful sound of no condemnation.